Welcome to Intentional Leadership with Coach Bob Reich, navigating through circumstances. Coach Bob tackles the issues that plague business professionals today with candor and transparency. He provides real answers to real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's great circumstances. And here is Coach Bob. Hello, everybody. Coach Bob Rish here again with another episode of Intentional Leadership with Coach Bob, Navigating Through Your Circumstances. We have often heard that every day is a new opportunity. Every week is a new opportunity to start. Next month, it's going to be better. This is going to be the best year ever. Whatever time period that we are entering, we will either enter that time period with the expectation of the best or the anticipation of the worst. The question is, is how do we think going into a time period? Oftentimes, what we think is what we believe, which is reflected in our actions, which will allow us to have a successful outcome based on what we're thinking. And oftentimes in the sales arena, we become victim to this mentality or we will be victorious to our mentality. Are you anticipating the worst or are you expecting the best? When you walk into a new sales opportunity, are you anticipating them of not purchasing or are you expecting to meet your next client? It's not about whether they purchase or not. It's about what you think when you walk in. Are you walking into a sales opportunity to make a sale or are you walking into an opportunity to take away a need? It's all about how we approach not only our circumstances, a time period, but it's how we approach every situation. Today, I want to talk about the five keys to attract more clients. In the sales industry, whether you are a salesperson or you're selling yourself, we are all salespeople. We are all selling something, whether it is a tangible product such as a car or maybe a home or maybe an intangible product such as possibly an insurance policy, maybe an annuity or even business coaching. Every opportunity we face is an opportunity to be victorious. And what I want to talk about is how to think different because how we think will make the difference of what type of clients we're able to cure, what type of need we're able to take care of, and how many people we're able to influence. Today is the five keys to attract more clients. Doug Larson said, wisdom is the reward you get for a lifetime of listening when you preferred to talk. The difference is, are you focused on what you have to say or are you interested in what they have to say? The age old question, how do I track more clients is still being asked today. We are always looking to find people who want to listen to what we have to say. We're looking for people who want our products. We're looking for people who want to buy what we have. I believe we will attract more clients when we focus less on what we have to say and focus more on what they have to say. People have a lot to say. Their biggest need is to find someone who wants to listen to them. 
when the other person sees that we have a desire to listen to them, it's amazing how much we will learn. See, it's not about listening to respond. It's about listening for the purpose of understanding someone else's need. Whether you are talking to a first-time entrepreneur or a billionaire CEO, they all have the same concern. They're not focused on anything other than finding someone who takes care of them. When people ask me about my ideal client, I tell them, my ideal client has two eyes, one nose, one mouth, and two ears. And people chuckle, and you're maybe chuckling here thinking, yes, everybody is my client. No, they aren't. Not everybody's your client, not everybody's your prospect. And when I say that, what I'm telling you is, it's not about their industry, it's not about their job title, it's about them as a person. Whether they're a first-time entrepreneur or they are a billionaire CEO, People want you to see them as a person and be concerned about their needs. Earlier, I wrote an article entitled Knowing When Not to Speak. And you can find that article on my LinkedIn page under linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Robert Rich. Please connect with me or follow me and you'll be able to find that article on my LinkedIn page. Many people resonated with the concept of knowing when to keep silence. In this podcast today, we will learn the five keys to attract people to want to listen to you. Learning to listen and not speak is a skill many need to learn. People don't want to hear what we want to say or buy what we want to sell. They want their needs met. When people understand their needs... They will be invested in why we want to take care of their needs and how we are going to do it. Before we convey our desire to help them, we need to show them that we care. We've all heard the old adage, people don't care how much we know until they know how much we care. We have heard this cliche for years. It's much more than a cliche, however. It is a fact. People want to do business with people who care about them. Authentic listening is concerned about showing people that we care. It is not in how much we have to say, but it is more about what they need to say. Listening to what others says, listening to what others says allows us to understand the best way to respond. Reaction to what somebody says is nothing more than taking the first opportunity to speak. When we desire to help somebody else, we need to focus on the five areas of connection. How do we get more clients? We need to understand how to connect with our clients and prospects on a deeper level. In a moment, we're going to talk about those five areas of connection. But first, I want you to hear this message about Anchor. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening to that message on Anchor. I love Anchor as a podcast because it is a great platform to allow people to hear your passions and showcase how much you really care about people. It's a great opportunity for you to share your message, not only to the people around you, but to the people around the world. How are we going to get more clients? When we desire to help someone else, We need to focus on the five areas of connection. 
It's important to connect with people on five different levels. The first area is we need to develop trust. As trust builds, people will naturally begin to tell us more details. I can think of many opportunities that I have had, and I know you've had probably many of these opportunities as well. Maybe you're one of these people or you've met these people that are just easy to talk to. And maybe somebody said to you, you know what? I just love talking to you. And the more they talk, the more they say, and the more details they begin to share. The reason is because they see or you see somebody that is willing to listen. And listening naturally builds trust. The more we allow them to share their details and their concerns, they will naturally go into more and more detail. An effective way to get somebody to tell you their needs and concerns is to ask good questions. The best way to get someone to open up is to avoid asking them what problems they have. Because oftentimes, if you ask somebody their pro- what their problems are, or you ask them what their concerns are, they will tend to clam up. If you ask them what they're great at and what they do best, they, tend to ask, they will tend to tell you more about what their needs are. It's an amazing principle. I had an example of a gentleman who owned an air conditioning company. And he came up to me and he goes, Bob, I need so I would like to talk to you about maybe speaking at my company. And I remember I said, that's great to hear. I'd like to ask you a few questions. And he goes, okay. And I, the first question I asked him, I said, what is the greatest thing that you offer to your company? What are you great at? And he looked at me and he said, I would be more comfortable telling you what my needs and problems are. Here's the difference. I asked him what he was great at. He told me what his needs were. When you oftentimes ask somebody what their needs are, they oftentimes will tell you they have no needs. When we ask the questions, be careful. You need to ask questions that discover what their needs are. Don't ask questions that are trying to sell your products. Don't ask questions that are intend to have them make a decision on purchasing. Ask them intentional, genuine questions about who they really are. What are they really concerned about? What are some of their major things that they really, that are important to them? Ask about their passions. Ask about their dreams. When we ask about their pain points, like I said, they will shut down. When we ask them what they're great at, They often tell us their pain points. Number two, we need to discover needs. We need to discover needs. Although we may know a person's need, the need does not exist until the person says it itself, says it themselves out loud. Once a person reveals their need, we can obtain more details about that need. Not for the purpose of selling, but for the purpose of discovery. Be careful not to pounce. Just because they have revealed a need does not mean that they're ready to buy. The key is to ask questions until we have all the information we need to move to a value proposition, not a closing opportunity. Make sure you understand that that's very important. We need to ask the questions until we have all the information that we need to move to a value proposition, not a closing opportunity. Once we understand the value, once they understand the value, then we are able to share ideas on how to provide the value to take care of their needs. Number three, we need to be a solution. We need to become a solution. People don't buy products, they buy people. 
When I was an insurance agent selling Medicare supplements, many people realized my value. They would buy a Medicare supplement from me. Often the policy I sold them was more expensive than the current policy they already had. Now, keep in mind that these Medicare policies, they were exactly the same. The policies were no different. My policy was the same policy that they had. But why is it that they were willing to cancel their current policy and buy a policy from me at a greater price? It wasn't because of the value they saw in the Medicare supplement policy. It was because they saw the value in me. They were buying someone who genuinely cared about them. It wasn't about the cost of the product. It was about the value of the solution. And the value of the solution was they had my cell phone number. They had somebody that was always able to ask their, answer their questions. They had somebody that cared about them. I love the story. I had a, a older couple that had a couple of my Medicare supplement policies when I was an insurance agent, and they would call me up, and they would ask me the stupidest questions, and they would say, can you come by and talk to us? And I would come by and talk to them, and they would offer me a cup of coffee. And they were about a mile from my home, and I realized that many times they weren't calling me because they had a question about the policy. They were calling me because they were lonely, and they just wanted to talk. And it turned into an opportunity where probably several, a few times a month, I would stop there on the way to work and have a cup of coffee. I would stop there on the way home and have a cup of coffee and just sit and chat with them. And it was amazing how the opportunity to serve them was much more than a Medicare supplement policy. It was actually providing them more value than what they anticipated. Why did they purchase a policy from me? Not because of the policy, but they bought the value that I brought them. Number four, we need to show urgency. We need to show people the reason they need to make a decision. People need to understand the consequences and the rewards of making a time-based decision. When a person sees the reason to act, they will be willing to make a decision. Number five, we need to understand affordability. Just because someone says they can afford it does not mean anything. It just means they don't see the reason to invest. When people understand the reason to invest, they will make a decision. The return could be in money, it could be in time, or it could be in energy. But people need to see a return on their investment. When we focus on the concerns people have about their needs, people respond to solutions. When we focus on the money people don't believe they have, they will react by deferring making decisions. Whether I am selling a product or influencing someone to decide about their life, I use these five points as a checklist. Do they have the trust? Do they see the need? Do they see me as a solution? Do they see the urgency? And is it affordable? I find that when I develop these five points, People see what I do as a benefit to their lives and not a threat. As we begin to ask questions and avoid telling them what we think, we will find connections are stronger, bonds are unbreakable, and empathy is revealed. Wisdom teaches us people want to tell us about their needs. Knowledge deceives us by telling us we already have the answers. Wisdom is developed through patience and empathy.
Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that you gained a lot of value out of today's podcast. If you would like to reach out to me and discuss more more on how to attract more clients, please call me at 623-628-1996. You can contact me also through my website, bobrish.com. That's B-O-B-R-E-I-S-H.com. And also... Please review and subscribe to this podcast through Apple Podcasts. It's important that people see your reviews so they see the value that you have so we can spread this more and more around the world so more people can learn how to be intentional leaders. If you're in the place that you would like to sponsor or invest into this podcast, we really love our sponsors because they partner with us to help us not only to improve this podcast, but also help us spread it around the world. So if you're in a a position and have an opportunity to either support or would you like to sponsor one of our podcasts, we would love to partner with you. Please give me a call. Love to talk to you more about that. 623-628-1996. Again, thank you so much for joining me today. Go out there and have a great day and don't be afraid to be great.